What's up, Joes? And welcome to episode 99 of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Rafael Chidez back with you. What's up, brother? What's going on, Jeff? Oh, not much, man. Not much at all. Just uh, sitting here fucking getting ready to smoke this dube. Nice, dude. I was uh, just went to work today, watched some fights after I came back. Ah, oh, I watched... Uh... Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. I'm going to watch the whole Wrestle Kingdom so I can talk about it probably tomorrow. Yeah. But, dude, these matches are fucking, they're like 40 minutes each, like each one. And that's that's minimum. Like, I bet you the uh, the main event is going to be at least an hour. Jesus. Like, um, they they have some incredible matches, dude. They do everything. They They try to tell the whole wrestling story in one match. You get me? Like, they try yeah, yeah. to combine it all into one match. And through their level of, I want, like, expertise, but, like, chemistry, because they wrestle so much. They actually train in a dojo over there in New Japan. So they wrestle to where they know each other really well, and they're in sync, and they can pull off moves really well. So they can tell a whole story, and it, it makes sense because they wrestle really well. So they can put all they can put on all the spots that they want. The high spots where they they're jumping out of the ring, but they can also incorporate the hardcore spots that ECW like. Right, right. The, yeah, the fucking chair shots, tables, jumping outside the ring, going into the crowd. They like doing all of that, and you know it goes up and down. And it's nice seeing Jericho get to put on one of those matches because I don't know when the last time was. Maybe sometime in WCW or when he went to ECW. Yeah, maybe. Or like when he was in ECW, and then. And then he took off to WCW. Maybe that's the last, like, his cruiserweight action time around there. But not even. They would give him 20-minute matches. Right. This this was, uh, I think it was 40 minutes. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. And him and him and Kenny Omega, uh, I know a lot of people don't know about Kenny Omega. But they should definitely check him out. It's a guy that got, like, not, not a big opportunity in WWE. I think he had, like, one match and took off. And it was, like, in a developmental promotion. Okay. So he did get a shot in New Japan, not right away, but as soon as Finn and uh, uh, AJ left, he's the one that took over the Bullet Club and exploded it. And he knows how to speak Japanese very fluently, so he's an honorary Japanese guy. Okay. And Jericho establishing himself as a WWE guy for so long, so long. He's known as a WWE guy, first Universal Champion. First, one of the guys to come over before the invasion angle. He signed with the WWE. Right. And he's been with the company for so long. He's been able to invent himself and get over. Goes over to Japan and takes on their fucking, their guy right now. Their, what's possibly the greatest wrestler wrestling right now. And pro wrestling, not, you know. Right. Not real wrestling. He'll get Kurt, he'll get killed if he gets <laughs> gets on the mat with some fucking real yeah. wrestlers. But yeah, no, it was it was an awesome match for anyone that wanted to check it out. I got a couple of links up on my page, but uh it's a shameless plug right there. But no, check out that match, dude. Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho. I'm gonna go check out the rest of the card. Uh New Japan is winning me over. Not 
that I'm not I'm not that I'm gonna stop watching WWE, but I'm gonna start watching a lot more New Japan. Last year was one match. I watched Okada versus Omega, and uh, this year I, I'm gonna watch the whole Wrestle Kingdom, which is their WrestleMania. Right. So, yeah. No man, I mean I get that completely. I I got um that's kind of what happened with me. I got sucked into ICW, you know. Grado, Grado got me sucked into ICW and I started watching it because of Grado and then became a fan of the rest of the product watching um Oh god, what the fuck is their WrestleMania? They hold it in November. I can't think of the name of it now. Um, anyway, but yeah, so I watched that whole card and there was some really good fucking matches. And now, you know, some of these guys are over in NXT and WWE and shit. Mm -hmm. No, they're, they're taking the talent. They just have it from New Japan. I think it's, uh, they're, well, they're taking their best ones. Like yeah, I was say, they got, uh, what's his name? Shinsuke. Shinsuke, and yeah. They got, uh, Tommy. They got Asuka. So they've taken some of their best ones. But these guys still... The New Japan's on the rise, man. They're yeah. coming up. Yeah. So, you hear about them more and more over the years. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd i always known of some of the Japanese promotions from old school stuff, you know, like All Japan and, and New Japan and stuff like that from WWE and WCW's mm -hmm. relationships with them, but never really followed it much. And then lost lost kind of track of it for a while. Dropped my joint. Um, what's, re what's really intriguing is the... The connection that they have with pride a lot of these guys have some pride records like they fought in pride which is i mean I, that's why i'm kind of getting into it more too to figure who these guys out that way i can go back and watch their matches and then get the blend which is fully podcast the mma with the re pro wrestling aspect because i like pro wrestling too which yeah. you guys are too but yeah i mean average joe's yeah we we definitely didn't you guys have talked about it you guys have done episodes i think some now heavily talked about it. We always kind of talked a little bit of wrestling and stuff, and like, because Dave was a wrestling much more of the wrestling guy than I was. I mean, I've I've got my niche of the old stuff, but like Dave still followed the product. So we talked a little bit here and there, and then um, like with Ryan, you know, Ryan was a, a Attitude Era guy too. So we we always kind of talked about it a little bit. We talk. We have talked way more wrestling since since Dave left the show than we ever did when he was on it. <laughs> sucks for him, right? Yeah, sucks for him. He should have stuck around. He shouldn't have been a dick. <laughs> True story. True story. So I uh, <laughs> want to possibly apologize to some of the listeners. Well, I guess I will apologize to some of them for the uh, – the intro, I, I, it's probably the heaviest song that I've or we have ever used on the show. But um, you know, I uh, I wanted to pay tribute to um, a band that I I really admired, loved to see live, was a fan of um, the Dillinger Escape Plan, who played their final shows last Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday night at uh, Terminal Five in New York. Three fucking nights of sold out shows, different shit. Um, it was, it was some crazy stuff. They, uh, brought Mike Patton, got Mike Patton to come play, uh, the second night, I think it was, or the fir first night. 
played the first night where he did the the four or five track album that he was on Dillinger's when they were in between singers and so that's cool. Mike Patton from Faith No More for you know people who are like who the fuck is Mike Patton? Mike Patton is a goddamn musical genius. That's what Mike Patton is. Um, but yeah, so that's how I spent my Friday night last week, dude. I found it. I was telling you just before we started. Um, I found a Facebook live stream from this Dillinger group that I'm in on Facebook. And um, this girl had a really good fucking seat and a good internet connection. And she live streamed the whole show for us. So I nice. sat here. I, I Chromecasted it onto my big ass TV. And sat in my basement and got high as fucking sad as shit as I watched this band play their last show ever. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was uh it was pretty crazy, so I wanted to. I've been in a, a melancholy Dillinger state ever since and I'm I'm a big fan of Dillinger, but uh my friend Tony, who I've had on the show numerous times, is a fucking diehard Dillinger fan. So he took that shit even harder than I did. It's like I, bands have broken up and stuff and Bands I've been kind of a fan of have broken up, and it's never been that big of a deal. But when it's a band you really, really like, and most of the time you never get to see their final show anyway. Like, you know, if a band's like, oh, this is our farewell tour, you go to the one date. Like, I saw Dillinger on their their final. They did this last album they put out. They did, like, a fucking almost two-year uh, tour for the album cycle, but they announced before the, the tour started that it was going to be their final tour. So... Like I went to their last Detroit show last year in like September, like a year ago. So <laughs> we knew the shit was all coming, but you never, you never really get to see it till after it happens. Like they may put out like a final show DVD and stuff. Like Ryan, Ryan got to see the the final Tragically Hip show that they put out on DVD, and and so that was kind of a big deal for him. It was the same thing for me. Like I got all emotional and shit. It was it was a weird experience understandable dude understandable music music hits the soul it does yeah and i just pulled the filter completely out of my joint yeah i saw that fucking smooth move on my part yeah i'm now learning how to do filters Uh, i can't roll i can't roll them in the joint like when i'm rolling the joint i have to put them in secondary okay is that how you do it that's how i do it i can't when I roll it in the joint, I can never keep it tight enough, it seems like. Mine's all crooked. Yeah, it gets kind of crooked and all fucking fucked up, so. I need to get your technique. I, like, I roll a barrel, basically. Like I just, Yeah, you roll some fatties. Well, I mean, like, that's, I, not just, like, the size of it, but I mean, like, I just try to keep it. Like all a, barreled out. All yeah. barreled out so that, and then I kind of just put less weed on the end of, in the and I'm going to hit out of. Okay, okay. So then I'll just, like, take a pen or something, pack that, listen to us. Kind of like a parliament, right? That leaves a little. Yeah, I pack like it. Like a parliament I, cigarette. I pack it end. in the end, and then I pack it in so that I can fit the filter in there. Mm-hmm. Shape the filter to the size that I need, and fucking here we are. Nice. Joint joint smoking tips with Jeff Shanahan. Oh, dude. <laughs> I don't mind taking tips. I'm, I love learning. I love, that's. At work, that's what that's what I do, bro. Take tips from everybody. That's a that's, get ahead. There was a learning curve myself. Like I know people that can roll with them in it. I just can't. The only time I ever roll a filter in is like if I'm gonna roll a blunt. Because mm. I can I can roll like that with the blunt. I can take the end where the filter is, and like 
close that end off first before I roll the rest of the blunt. So that's already like tight and secure around the tip. And then I can just fit the rest of the blunt down. I haven't seen too many blunts with uh, filters in them. I've seen more, a lot more joints. Tons more it's joints. It's pretty common with joints. I've actually been smoking blunts with filters longer than I've been smoking joints. Yeah, my friends tell me to actually do it now. Like before, it wasn't a thing, and now, like I, that, I did it a couple times. Like I put a filter in it. I'm like, all right, I guess. When I when I first started learning how to roll blunts, like a buddy of mine always just like showed me to take like he would just take like a a piece of the the fucking um a pack of papers. You know, like the end of the pack of papers, and you rip a little piece off and roll it up and put it in the end to keep the resin from getting all over your lips. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's a pretty good thing for the filter, too. And then uh, they, they started coming out with filter tips and shit, so here we are. Doesn't uh, Wu-Tang, or at least uh, Ghostface, have the glass filter tips, or who is that? Raw. I mean, I'm sure... I'm sure uh he does have his own brand yeah but like raw i'm sure it's probably partnered with raw or something i don't know i don't yeah i, I wonder i've used the glass one when somebody else has rolled it but i haven't really fucked with them yeah i don't know how those are either really they're all right them. like you can clean them really easily and shit so they're reusable mm-hmm. but i don't know uh alcohol and sea salt cleans all bongs and pieces true story true Peace story. cleaning tips with uh, Donkey Tron. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have a little segment on tips. No shit. Smoking tips. <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting 420 show when we get there. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I don't even know if I did one. I'm, did I? I? I have no idea. I don't remember if I did. I, I usually don't do anything, but a show on 420 is definitely something I'm excited for. I usually don't get excited for 420 because it's just a, kind of a regular day. I'm pretty sure we did do a 420 episode. I think we, we actually were recording mm-hmm. on 420, but I had been at work all day. I think I went home and, like, rolled a joint real quick and got high on my way to Dave's. So my 420 was stupid. I wasn't even that high. Uh-huh. That was My like, 420s were more celebrated in college where, I, like, I didn't too. have a job. Yeah. And I, mean, I could just buy a bunch of munchies and fucking destroy them all day. A lot of times I got, like, when I worked at the dispensary, 420 was a good time. We got high as fuck. Mm-hmm. I, I could I guess I could take the day off. I just really have it. I'm like, eh, whatever. I've had like, the day off. It. Like they've given me days off. I've never requested the day off because that's just a red flag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you need April twentieth off for? Um, um jury duty. No, uh, I gotta go out of town to see my sick grandma. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't have to do that in while I was in Champagne, so I would just. We just get munchies and we just all sit around. Well, like I said, it's a normal. So there's another day. We just get really high. Yeah. Yeah. Now I just really, we really, now we're a lot busier. Now we have jobs and we don't do it. I've so. played shows and stuff on 420. I've gone to mm-hmm. a couple of concerts. I saw Clutch in like 2012, I think, on 420. That was pretty cool. I'm a big Clutch fan. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that show now, though. That we're, <laughs> 420 show. Yeah, man. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> Eat some edibles or something. Let's get fucking weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what my guy has. <laughs> you know that's when the snow's gone. We're I mean I'm already planning to come to Chicago to to go to that fucking Bellator shit. Theodore. But you gotta we gotta get you up here too. Fucking s- smoke down in the legal state. 
Yeah, right? Because that when the fuck is that shit going to be legal here? I have no idea. I don't know. Where, well, right now we're all kind of fucked because of uh, goddamn Jeff Sessions, but, you know, not to get all political and shit. What? I thought that was the show. Oh, yeah. I mean... You have red, white, and blue in the, like, in the... In the name. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely wasn't, like, on purpose, like, hey, we're fucking oh. America. <laughs> it, I just, thought it was, bro. It, no, dude. No. <laughs> no. I just, like, gave my buddy Larry, that's a graphic designer and a, and a yeah. uh, musician, I was just like, hey, can you make us a logo? And that's what he came up with. And yeah, no. I got the other ones right before the, the end or before the split. Which caused a giant fight anyway, but that's fucking neither here nor there. I haven't done any recently where I've sat and talked politics with these guys. Ah. Frank, Frankie's a, I don't know what he's a little, like, his Latin history major or something. I don't know. Jesus. It's not Latin America. I don't know. Uh, I don't really get into politics much. Yeah. He likes, he likes all this shit. So I like having him around, all these college all these college know-it-alls, they think they're smarter than me. But I'm like, oh, yeah. Fucking punch to the head will get rid of that right away. <laughs> Give you a concussion. You won't be so yeah. smart. Yeah. No, they respect me. They know what I can do with my body, and I know what they can do with their brain. So Yeah. There you go. We have a mutual respect for each other. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are smart guys. Uh, Nero, he's like a physics major from U of I or some crazy shit like that. Damn. I think he's um definitely has his masters in that shit. So he's an intelligent guy. I wanted to sit down sit down with him and well first I need to take notes on what I want to talk to him about, but I wanna get really ripped and just start asking him random questions about physics and stuff. Do like a Joe Rogan experience? <laughs> yeah, where I just ask him a bunch of random but I would I would have to give him the questions beforehand, that way he would know what to hit me with. Do you uh and what I what I wanted to ask him. Speaking of Joe Rogan, man, did you see who who did he have? He had uh, Jeff Novinsky on. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he had fucking Jimmy Smith on. Yeah, he had Jimmy Smith. Um, I really want Jimmy. I hope Jimmy's coming to fucking UFC. Joe Rogan made it seem like it was going to happen. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Because I, I honestly, the way like some of the rumors I was hearing around the time that Goldie was leaving... That I don't know if it just fell through or what, but rumor was they were trying to get Jim Rome, and either Jim From, Rome, yeah, uh, like the Jim Rome show, yeah, fuck, was it? Forgot what he did. Some heat, some something having to do with heat. Then he called a segment. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I mean, used to, yeah, but I know who he is. He was on ESPN. Yeah, he used to be on ESPN, then he was on Fox Sports, and then he, he's been all over the place. But that was a rumor I'd heard for a long time was because his deal with, I think it's CBS maybe, um, CBS Sports or something, He his deal was up in July. So he either re-signed or they just couldn't get a deal done or whatever. So I'm cool with it because I wasn't really looking forward to Jim Rome coming in mm-hmm. at all because I kind of hate Jim Rome almost as much as Colin Cowherd. <laughs> but uh, I'd be cool. I like Jimmy Smith a lot. Yeah, no, he's a really cool guy. He knows his shit, and uh, he's very animated. Yeah. I used to he's... watch Jimmy on that, uh, 
was that show that he he used to be on a like a TV show where they would go around training, they would go to different countries and train martial arts and then try to fight. Um, fight Quest, I think it was. Yeah, called. Fight Quest on Discovery or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw both of them. I, I before, after they were aired, I checked them out. I went back and saw them. I was like, oh, these are pretty cool. Yeah, it was a pretty cool show. Just never caught on. Mm-hmm. But uh, he reminds me like just of a different version of Joe Rogan. Yeah. Little and and he's bald. Yep, he's bald as well. So. A little less animated, fucking crazy yeah. version of Joe Rogan. But he he definitely less jokey. Yeah, yeah. But Jimmy Jimmy definitely knows his shit more than mm-hmm. fucking John Anik. Yeah, or that jackass yeah. from WWE. Ah, fuck, what's his name? Tom? No, I don't know. Is it Tom Grisham? Todd Grisham. Todd, Todd Grisham. Yeah, Todd yeah, Grisham. I don't. I don't know why he's got the job, and I don't know if they've used him a lot. They've only used him on TV, haven't they? Yeah, they only use him when like Anik doesn't go. Oh, they've used him to commentate. Todd Grisham. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, tell, I, I usually mute the mute the comments. Uh, we sit here. Yeah, he did. Um, he was on a fight not that long ago with uh, Brian Stan. I don't remember which one. Hmm. Actually, you're right. I remember when they debuted him, but I don't remember a lot of him after that. No, he's only been on a few fights. Like it's it's either it's been like cards where I think maybe he did one with Dan Hardy too. So like he's done some European cards where they couldn't get um, is it Andy Friedlander? I can't remember. Anyway, the other guy, the other, the, other British, the British, guy. the British dudes. Um, it's kind of like how like Joel. Uh, is it Joel Ortiz, the 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 ring announcer that comes over from, used to be in the WEC and shit, and he'll do like ones that Bruce doesn't go to. Okay, yeah, but he's the only other guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's the British Bruce Buffer, and I can't remember which one. If it's Andy Friedlander, or if it's the other dude that his name I can't think of, but he does like a lot of the non pay per view fight pass, um, Dublin and. Uh, fucking england cards and shit like that and the other irish cards that bruce won't go for if it's not a pay-per-view but he's also a soccer announcer you mean uh football you mean football yeah you mean football yeah football <laughs> yeah he works for like i think he works for arsenal he was an arsenal game i heard him at sometimes i watch football I got a friend that's a big Arsenal fan, so everyone's... Oh, dude, on. all my friends. I'm in, like, I'm in a foreign world. It's funny. I drew them into MMA. Like, I, I'm pulling them. I'm literally, like, <laughs> taking them, them from soccer. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, get get your ass over here. But they all love soccer. They they all love that shit because they all played it... Growing up, uh, yeah. During high school, they were, like, on their fucking varsity teams or whatever and playing cities all, like, throughout the city and shit. I never did that, so I was like, whatever. And my dad's not a soccer fan, but their dads are soccer fans. So it kind of goes in their, like, family, and they've played it. and like Right. Yeah, these guys have had ACL tears, like, multiple ones, and they continue fucking playing. I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy. Fuck that. I broke my leg skateboarding, and I was like, oh, I'm done. That was it for me. <laughs> That's enough. Yep, learned my lesson. The whole year out on crutches, I'm like, I don't want that again. No, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Like I'll I'll tune in for the big shit. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like for the World Cup. Yeah, I watch and the maybe World Cup some a lot. Barcelona versus. And I'll admit it, a hundred percent. I'm a bandwagoner fan for the big games of football, but I usually watch 
like the Premier League. If I do watch soccer besides World Cup stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> I watch the the fucking England Premier League because I'm a fucking sideline Arsenal fan. Like I've, I've, that team has drawn me in from watching them with my buddy Matt. Man City, bro. Man City. Oh, fuck Man City. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, is like, like I said, I don't really watch soccer. But I will fucking say fuck all the fucking other soccer teams. It doesn't even matter. It's all about Barcelona, brother. Fuck, fuck Man City, fuck Man U, Tottenham can get it. The only other team I root for is fucking West Ham, and that's just because that was the home team in uh, Green Street Hooligans. As much as I don't like Spain, I'll go for Barcelona. See, I don't, I don't like the- I don't watch any of the Spanish Premier League or anything like that, yeah. so... I, really, I don't like, I don't you don't like getting political, but I don't like what they did to the Mexican people. Yeah, that's all I, I'm gonna say. Hey man, uh, that's fine. I understand that. But <laughs> let's go Barcelona. No. <laughs> <laughs> they got Messi. <laughs> He's Argentinian. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Liam Messi. <laughs> that's all i got man that's all i got i know the usa is not going to the world cup we're not even going to play in the world oh, cup oh so. yeah dude everyone's so like bummed out for like a second about that and i was like since when do we care about soccer i mean, i think we cared that they didn't make it i'm like but we never cared before that uh yeah kind of like during the World Cup, people care because the USA has done pretty well. Like they made, I think they made it to the finals or the semifinals or something last time. Yeah, the chicks kicked ass, and the chicks have won it. So I mean, yeah, like they, they kicked people, ass. people care about that. Sh- it's kind of like the fucking Olympics. Motherfuckers don't give a shit about track and field at all for three and three quarters of a year, and then one summer, all of a sudden, everybody's fucking invested. We need those medals, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck about curling, but I'm pretty sure there's Olympics this year, so you bet your ass in February I will be watching fucking curling because it's intriguing as fuck. And hockey. Summer, yeah, just- summer I just watch for fucking wrestling, really. That's all I give a fuck about. Oh, what else is there, bro? Basketball. Else. Basketball? All right. But we all know who's going to win the gold medal every time, so it doesn't yeah. matter. I used yeah. to watch them swimming. Like, I got caught up with Phelps. Dude, how many medals he got? Like, 24? I don't know. A shit ton. And he smokes a lot of weed. Does he? Yeah. You never heard I knew of him? He t- I, knew, I knew he took that bong rip. I knew they had that picture. Oh. I didn't knew he smoked a ton of it. Oh, yeah, dude. Mike's a fucking hardcore smoker. That's fucking great. Yeah, bro. I just thought they, like, went along with the joke. No. Oh, that's awesome. I bet that's why I could swim so <laughs> Yeah, man. So long. That's why so his, bad lung, his lung capacity is so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Gotta be. Fuck. <laughs> Did you pack it up again? <laughs> I'm just yeah, watching. This shit. I'm watching Raphael just take fucking bong rips. Yeah, look, I, I grinded up a bunch of weed beforehand, so I've just been kind of scooping it in. How big is the How big's the bowl on that? Um, it's pretty. It's got the ash catcher one. Oh it's shit! Kind of all right. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty deep. Yeah, it's pretty all right. 
I've broken a couple of them. I broke the better ones, but it's, it's all right. It does it gets it gets the job done? It gets the job done. Yeah. Oh, bongs just hurt my lungs. Dude, <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Definitely gotta gotta check yourself on the bongs. Can't That's... take too big of a rip. I mean, but I but I will take fucking massive dabs. I will cough my dick off doing them. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. It's it's different. I haven't gotten accustomed to dabs. I'm accustomed to the bong taking like bong oh, rips of herb. Trust me, like of the actual plant. When you come to Michigan, I'm going to fuck your life up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I've, I've had I've had dabs. Like, oh, I know had you've the, had dabs. I've had the moments where I'm like, I'm having a heart attack. I'm like, nah, you just you just took a really big dab right now. I'm like, I know nah, I'm having a heart attack. I know yeah. you've had them, but yeah, we all we all show you how it's done. Yeah, no, nah, dude, that shit's legal over there. Go, I can only imagine. Go over to my buddy's house. He's got an email. Mm. That motherfucker's constantly hot. You don't even have to torch that bitch. You set it. You set it and forget it. <laughs> kind of scared now. <laughs> it's just the fucking thing's got a. The, it's got an electric coil on it that heats it up. It's got a box that you digitally control the temp, and the nail is just always constantly at temp, and you just. No having to torch it, no having to wait. It's just always ready to go. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, but yet is. scary at the same time. It is. It's both. You just got to breathe. You just got to uh, breathe. breathe, my friend. Got to relax. Pass the guard, my friend. It's like a Brazilian jiu-jitsu, bro. Got to breathe. Yeah. Sometimes you, you your brain, you sometimes you want to breathe. Sometimes your brain can't understand why you can't breathe, but you're freaking out because you can't breathe. Well, like I'm like so that one. No, I haven't. The only one time I did really kind of freak out and like kind of have like a mini panic attack was one of my. It's because he's like, dude, he's like, I'm gonna give you a really fat ass dab, and I'm like, all right, and because I, I don't know why he wanted to give me, he wanted to see if I could take it. Usually. So he, yeah, so he fucking, he dropped it there, and he's like, hit it, hit it, hit it. I hit it, and then, like, I could feel my heart go, and he's like, dude, and I, like, focus in on it, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And he's like, dude, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, just give me a second. And he's like, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just really high. And then, like, 20 seconds later, I'm like, all right, I'm good, let's go. Like, I, I, I kind of had to, like, gather myself a yeah, bit. Yeah, you got to, you got to, it's, it's, that's what happens. You got to ride through that storm. Some people mm-hmm. don't. Some people don't know what to do, and they freak the fuck out, and it just makes it worse. Yeah. It was me and him in a small room, like, just watching TV, so he kind of noticed that I fucking, right after the death, because I coughed for a while, and I had to, like, oh, I need to recover real quick. He's like, dude, you all right? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Just... I've, I've fucking taken too many too close to each other and too big of them and have had little fucking panic attacks where in my mind everything's going fucking crazy. And I'm trying to keep cool because I'm in a room full of people or in a, a room with another person, and I don't want them to figure out that I'm going ape shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. I, in that moment, I understood the uh, other moments that I've witnessed people around me, like their amateur moments of oh, smoking yeah. weed. 
I've I've seen but, some amateur moments. It's yeah, like, and I'm oh. like, ooh, I'm glad I didn't go through any of those. I'm like, I know what it is like because I'm like, I had that many heart pounding real quick, and I had to gather myself a couple times. I'm like, but I'm like, these guys like had to just leave. Like, There's, yeah, oh yeah, I've seen people just be like, all right, I gotta go. Yeah, like I gotta leave. I'm like, hey, you're all right. Like, man, like I'm freaking out. I gotta get the hell out of here. I'm like, are you gonna be all right? Dude, he's like, I gotta leave. And I'm like, oh shit, all right, cool. Right. Just take off. You're like, it's probably a better idea if you just stay here and yeah, calm down. They are not having it though. Nope. They're like, nope. They're like, ah, I'm not having any more of this shit. Like, well, don't just don't smoke anymore. Nah, I've been there. I mean, I've been there. It, it happens, but yeah, you just try to tell yourself, like, just chill out. It's fine. You ever seen there's a video of this kid, like, he he takes a dab or something, and he's at, like, a party with a bunch of people, and he just goes, like, catatonic. And all of a sudden, like, he's just there. Like, he can't, he's not moving. He's just really quiet. And then he snaps back into reality, and he's just like, guys, guys, I was just paralyzed back there. (laughs) No, I haven't seen oh, that shit. Oh, God, I got to find it, bro. Was he doing salvia? No, he was just, he, he was taking dabs. Dude, that shit is legal in your fucking state still. What the fuck is going on with salvia? that shit? Salvia? Yeah, so, or is it illegal finally? I'm pretty sure it's illegal. It was legal, well, when I went, like, this was like maybe seven years, eight years ago. Oh, yeah. It was still ago. legal in a lot of places seven, eight, nine years ago. Like, well, yeah, it was it, because spice hadn't after, even it was illegal here. Spice hadn't even come out yet. Yeah, dude, man, that shit is not cool. Like, and it's it's legal in the states. Yeah, so was spice. That fucking synthetic weed shit that was making motherfuckers trip out. Never tried that. I ain't Just trying that shit. Don't, don't fuck with it. It will fuck your life up. Yeah. Uh uh-uh, uh no, but I tried salvia once. That shit was not cool. But yet I could like I. If you guys get your hands on it, try it. It's a life-altering experience. Don't, try it once. Don't fucking listen to Raphael. <laughs> oh, man. Don't yeah, fuck, don't listen to me. Don't smoke Do salvia. Do not listen to me. Don't do that don't shit. Don't fucking smoke salvia. <laughs> no. Take mushrooms. Fucking take, yeah, yeah. take acid. You're going to have a better time. Don't do salvia. I, I'm telling you guys right now, salvia was not cool. I've never done it ever since. Fucking find yourself some DMT and smoke DMT. It's better. <sighs> yeah, but... Don't I'm blaming your state for that. We went to we went don't, for Big Tens over there. Fuck you! Don't blame Michigan for your fucking <laughs> salvia bullshit. And you know what was crazy? They, they were selling like some super purple, like high potency stuff because it's legal. So they were selling some good shit, I guess. I don't know. I've only done it that one time. Never done it. I heard yeah. enough about bad experiences, and I was like, Nah, I'm good. I'll stick to bud. Yeah, I didn't have a good experience. So I'm like, Yeah, I'm not doing that again. That wasn't cool. This, I was like what, 20, 21 or whatever. This chick I was banging was telling me about her fucking salvia experience. And I was like, no, I'm good. I don't think I need yeah, that I shit felt, in my life. I felt stupid forever. I, was, I felt I was just dumb. DMT was felt, cool. I felt I wasn't going to snap out of it. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know how to explain it. It was weird. <clears throat> DMT was cool. I don't cool. know. I don't know how we got here, but we always get here. Well, it's, it's, it's we're high. It's what we do. We start talking <laughs> yeah. about fucking drugs, and then we go into other drugs and fucking other shit, and just it's it's all over the map. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about a little bit of news that's uh, happened over the last couple of days before we get into another rabbit hole. Yeah. So Dana White 
uh, come out and said to Kevin Ioli in an interview that, um, you know, they're looking for a March deadline to play in Connor's next fight. Um, they're willing to do Ferguson and Nurmagomedov. If it goes as planned, they'll uh, get those two to fight, or those guys will fight either way, and the winner will, will fight Connor, apparently. Um, but if he's not willing to book before or any earlier than next fall, because John Kavanaugh has said that, uh, you know, he didn't see Connor fight until like, you know, August or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and if that's the case, they're going to strip him and then make the Tony and Habib fight for, uh, for the real belt. Um, so there's that. What do you think about that? Um, did you see what Chael said too? That there's no real, there's no real reason that Dana should strip him. Yeah, I actually did. Uh, I was I did pull that one up too. Yeah. Um, and like I guess there is a reason to strip him, but not really. If you keep the belt on him, it's better for the UFC, and it's gets more. It still keeps more eyes on it. I don't know. In my opinion, people. People gravitate more towards the sport if Connor has the belt on him. Oh yeah, and it, and it sucks to say that, but uh, it's good that it's good that they're making this matchup at least. And if and I hope they do strip Connor if he doesn't if he doesn't want to fight these guys after they do this fight, then you have to strip him. But right now he hasn't refused any fights. The UFC is in better hands when the title is around McGregor. So Ferguson, Habib, and if he refuses that, strip him. That's what I, that's what I think. Yeah, I think it's it's you know it's definitely about time. I either way, I want that Tony. I want that Tony and Habib fight. Yeah, that should happen. That's the one that I. That's the thing that I care about most out of this whole conversation. I mean, I do want Connor back in the in the octagon again, but I definitely want to see that Tony and and Khabib fight. Dude, they could sell s- such a good story if they strip McGregor. They they could sell it where he comes back and he's fucking reclaiming his throne. If they were to strip him and make this the title uh, the title fight at one fifty five, they they. They could do such a good PR thing with it, like a good storytelling. Yeah, but the issue is though is that they fucking strip him. Does that just does he piss? Get pissed? Yep. Does he just yeah. get pissed and say "fuck you guys," and then your golden goose is gone? I can go get paid. I can go get paid by the WWE, or I can go get paid boxing. I can go fight Manny. I can go fight Paul Mal- uh, Malinaji. You know, I can go fight whatever. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I, I think he's losing fans, at least in the MMA world, by the day, by not defending, by not being stripped, by not, like, by just taunting. By just taunting everyone, pretty much. Trolling yeah, everybody. But people fucking, people are quick to jump on whatever hate and bandwagon that is yeah, there exactly. right now. Mm-hmm. And as soon, if he comes back, he beats Tony or he beats Habib. Motherfuckers are going to be back on his jock again anyway. So it, it it doesn't matter. People are still going to fucking watch him fight. Yeah. 
people just like to talk shit and i get the frustration part of it like it's 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 frustrating but i'm tired of the dumbasses that are just constantly he's scared of this person he's scared of that person mm-hmm. I'm I'm perfectly fine if he doesn't fight anybody and they just move on. Right. But yeah. I would love to see him fight any of them, but you know, it's his it's his choice. Right. I I don't agree with him holding up the division. No, not at all. He should do like what GSP did. He's like, "You know what? I'm not He made some bullshit excuse, but at least he didn't keep the title." Yeah, but that was a fucking come to make and save face for doing the exact thing he said the opposite of what he would do. And fucking shit up anyway, so he had to save face. Do you think that was a real excuse on his half? The, I, I, I mean, I don't necessarily think that he was faking that, but I just think the re, like, he would have still held up the division and then decided to vacate. But I think the pressure was on him because he he had promised to not do exactly the thing he was doing. Mm-hmm. Taking the belt and running. Defend the fucking thing. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Dana also announced that uh, Amanda Nunes is the fight he'll make for Chris Cyborg. Uh, do you think that holds a lot of weight or no? To uh, me, it doesn't. <clears throat> I don't know. Because Chris, Chris has re- repeatedly said she doesn't want to fight another Brazilian. Yeah, but if Megan Anderson ain't ready to go, and they're like, hey, we got the uh, the the Bantamweight champion. She's willing to come up and fight you. Make some money. Mm, yeah, that is a lot of money. We'll do it in Brazil. Friends usually... We'll punch each other in the face for a lot of money. I would. I would beat the shit out of all my friends for a lot of money. I just give them a cut. Like, here's a little bit of money. I'm going to beat the shit out of you guys. But, yeah, I, I could definitely see you doing it if they offered her the right amount of money. But, I don't know, man. They need to get that division pumped up, not bring up the fucking 135-pound champion. Or vacate and move up, or try to be a double champ. Well, that's what she's gonna that's do. That's what right? she's trying. Yeah, probably. Trying I to just, do I champ just, champ. I just didn't have it in my head that she was gonna win at all <laughs> against Cyborgs. So I didn't even think about it. Probably not, but probably not. But I mean, it's. I agree that they should do more to build up the division. But who do you bring in that's a natural one forty five or that a she hasn't already beaten, Megan Anderson. Uh, but she can't fight. So, do you bring back Cindy Dandois? No. Yeah. It's hard when you have such a dominant champion like in Cyborg. I mean, she beat the shit out of everybody that was in Invicta when uh-huh. she was there. So, who... Like I, like I said on Tuesday, who do you bring it? Do you bring Charmaine Tweed? Nobody wants to see that fight. No. The only like like we said, it's either Megan Ronda, which isn't gonna happen. Cat maybe, maybe, but Cat's a one thirty five or Cat's a one thirty five or two. Yeah, I can't think of some of the other. This is where I would need Blake would come in handy because he fucking follows a lot of Invicta, so he can tell me. Because I can't remember if it's who the champion is at one forty five now. Is it Marlo Kunis? 
Julia Bond? I don't remember. There's been two title fights. No, three title fights at 145, but yet there's no division for 145 for women. Right, I was thinking of in, uh, who was invict- in, in Invicta right now because Megan had the championship, but she vacated it. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if the fight will ever happen, but, I mean, it's the fight. It fight it's a fight that makes sense and is a, is a good money draw for both women. It gives. Do you know the issue with Megan by any chance? No. I don't know if it. I don't know if it's a visa issue. She's not pregnant, and uh, Ariel on the show on the MMA Hour kind of vaguely referenced that she was. She it was some kind of issue that he couldn't talk about that she didn't want to talk about, but it wasn't that she was pregnant. So don't know. I don't know either. Because I see her posting on Twitter all the time. Cause... And people are saying it's already set, like that one too. They were saying that one was already set, and now they're saying that the Nunes one is set. That's why I'm like, I don't know. It's not set. It's they're not talking set. about Well, this one, it, they're talking about it, right? Yeah. It's a fight that Dana talked about in an interview with, with Kevin Ioli and that he said he was going to make happen, but nobody's nobody's agreed to anything, at least not that I've seen. Not on Bloody Elbow as of the time it was on there. Um, Habib Namagamedov's cousin uh, uh, Abu, Ab- Abu Bakar uh, Namagamedov has been removed from his UFC debut against Sergio Moraes. Uh, they were supposed to fight in Brazil. Um, but... Uh, what is it? What happened? I'm trying to find it. Um, damn it. No, I can't find it. Oh, uh, it's not his brother, right? It's, you said his cousin, right? It's his cousin. His yeah. Well, they, they list him as, uh, like his brother, cousin, his adopted brother or something. Oh, that's the same person. Yeah. Was, uh, that says uh, Sergio Moraes was set to take on Khabib Namagamedov's adopted brother and cousin uh, Abu Bakar. He does have a brother that fights and like was in like World Series or something. I think he just got signed to UFC. Okay, like just recently, like in the last couple of days, like with the same last name. Um, yeah, I don't. Look, I can look it up real he quick. He has the same I mean, this is under Magomedov, too, so. Okay. But. But, uh. Yeah, uh, this, I, MMA Mania, I don't know how to rely because I just looked it up real quick. I typed it in. Uh, he welcomes his little brother to the, Ak, Abu Bakar, that's the same yep, guy, right? that's the same guy. Him. Yeah, that's the same guy. He's not fighting. In the picture, there's like three guys that look exactly the same like Khabib. Yeah, he's signed, but he he's not going to fight. It doesn't say why, though. Um, Maybe he just couldn't get the visas. I don't know. Don't know. It doesn't say why. It just says that uh, 
it was originally reported by uh, Kabate or Kambate. I need to get these Russian names a lot more familiar. It's funny because I was in uh, I was in one of the groups earlier, and someone was saying that uh, that really hot chick from Bellator had a fight against Sarah McMahon. I'm like, no fucking way. I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, fuck, let me check real quick. It starts with a Y. That doesn't help out a lot, but you don't know who I'm talking about? It's really hot chick. Oh, Anastasia, Anastasia Yakovov? Boom, you got it. Yep, that's Yo, all yeah, I that really girl, that girl can't fight for shit. No, she lost her last... Was, I thought she lost her last fight, but they gave it to her. Yeah, they gave it to her. But, she did lose her last fight. She's lost her, like, her last... At least her last one, if not her last two, she's gotten beaten up. Because I think Ely McFarley beat her up, and she still yeah. won. Yeah, and people are like, oh, she's got a fight versus Sarah McMahon. I'm like, really? I'm like, when the fuck was that announced? No, then, she's uh, in Bellator. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's exactly what I, I was. I'm like, she's in Bellator. And then Blake uh, Blake hit him with uh, with uh, some other girl that it's Yana, some some other crazy-ass name versus Sarah McMahon. But she, it's some other Russian chick that they're confusing. Yeah, that's on next week's card. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Anastasia Yakova is my fucking... MMA like She's that. Hot as fuck. That I need to so I need to familiarize myself with these Russians. Don't even worry about watching her fight. Just go on her fucking Twitter and look at her pictures. Oh, I, I've seen her fight. They're pretty bad, but she's she's hot as hell. Oh yeah, she's she's smoking hot, but she's a terrible fighter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do you do? Hold on one second. I gotta plug in my iPad. Go ahead. Go ahead and, and entertain you, the folks. You you. Your thing's dying of juice over there? Oh, yeah. I've got one. No juice. Damn, dude. Did you know uh, Robbie Lawler suffered a torn ACL? No. Meniscus and decision loss to Rafael Dos Santos? Had no idea about that. Just reading it right now. That's fucking crazy. It could have been because of all those fucking leg kicks he was taking. Might, yeah. Might have had something to do with it. Yeah. Wasn't checking them. Was just taking them. Did you see that, uh... Um, Matt Brown wants to fight Carlos Condit. Yeah, but I hope they both stay retired. To be honest, I wouldn't mind watching the two of them fight though. Car- Carlos Condit's not the same to me, man. Seeing that last fight, no, he's definitely not the same guy anymore. But I mean, neither really is Matt Brown. Yeah. Oh God, man. Neither, I don't know. Neither is Matt Brown. <laughs> yeah. I just rather not see it. Nah, I mean, I I wouldn't mind it, but it, if it doesn't happen, I'm not gonna be, you know, not gonna be pissed off about it. Oh yeah, uh, Jimmy Manoa and Jan Blahovich are gonna fight again. Uh, Manoa took that first one, right? Yeah. Does Manoa does Manoa recover from the no time knockout? I don't know. Blahovich, dude, he's, he slept him. He did sleep. <laughs> Nasty. Blahovich has been on a fucking little bit of a tear. It's like, I I I hundred I I think DC wins, but that was scary to fucking scary performance by fucking Ozdemir just coming in and boom, putting him out. Yeah, you going to sleep? He just finds the button. It's weird. Oh, they're fighting at UFC London too. God damn. 
God damn. <laughs> Bisbing's retirement fight supposed to be on that card. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you think they let him fight? What? You think they let him fight or find an opponent for him? Yeah, they'll find somebody for him to fight. I don't know who it's going to be. No idea. Uh, yeah, like I said, Gagey and uh, Kevin Lee want to fight each other. Uh, uh, that's that's an awesome fight. Fuck yeah. That's an awesome fight. I, think I hope they make it. But uh, they, they both verbally agreed to it, so. I hope they make it, too. I will... Let's get this shit going, UFC. I'll watch I'll watch Justin Gagey fight anybody. Anytime. Yeah, dude, I'll watch him fight anything. I'm good with it. Good with it. And I like Kevin Lee. He's a Michigan guy. Representing for Michigan. Yeah, he might live in Vegas, but he still reps in Michigan. That's right. You didn't go to his after party? I wasn't. Didn't get the invite. What? He had an after party in Detroit. Going to Detroit for a fucking after party. He didn't fight on it or on that card, but he, oh, he, oh, at the at the Detroit card. No, I didn't even yeah. know anything about. It. I saw he was there, but I didn't even look. Dude, we walked around downtown Detroit for like an hour just waiting for lift prices to drop down from sixty bucks. Dude, I have no idea that New Year's shit happens. Do you know about that New Year's shit where they get hiked up like five times the fucking? I guess it's safe, right? Yeah. <laughs> No, they. I mean, they even have price surges like during peak hours. I can only imagine what it's like during New Year's. See, I never drink and drive, so I don't Uber it, and I have a car and I drive everywhere, so well, I don't. Like, I don't deal with that shit. We did when I went to Detroit. We did Lyft to the arena because, um, they just figured why it's gonna the same. It's gonna be about the same price for parking as it's gonna cost mm-hmm. to take the yep. lift. So fuck it. Let's just go. And so, like, we did that, and it was, like, 20 bucks to get down there. And then when we got out of the fights, like, just before 1 o'clock, the price was, like, at 62 bucks. So we waited it out. Once it got to about 30, I think I was like, okay, fuck this. Let's go. I'm cold. <laughs> it was December in Detroit. Fucking cold, bro. Shit gets cold, bro. Shit shit gets cold. I understand you. I'm right under you guys. Not too far. I know. I know. It's even cold. It's weird. It's kind of, it's colder in Detroit. We get, we get weird temperatures because of the fucking lake. People don't understand, bro. Like it, you don't it understand gets, the lake. It gets cold. Yeah, we get hit with lake effect snow. That's that shit people don't understand. If you ain't living on a great lake, you don't fucking understand lake effect snow. That shit sucks. Sucks. It was snowing today earlier, and then it fucking got melted away. Not too much. Not too much, but it was still snowing. Yeah, we had the sun out today, so it melted some shit. But it's supposed to snow tonight. It's been cold. Did I tell you my brother? What happened to my brother's car? I don't know if I told you last time. I think I completely forgot to tell you. Just because we were so engulfed in the the whole Ryan thing and it being my first episode on. Yeah. Um, Like on New Year's Eve, I think, his fucking bolts on his car or on on the tire, the lug nuts, they broke off and his fucking rear tire flew off. Holy shit. Yeah, thankfully he was all right and he was able to pull off uh, onto the 
onto the shoulder, but we had to go get him. Mom calls me like at four in the morning, panicking. I'm like, what's going on? Like, I was fucking probably still high. You know, probably taking a couple of hits before I went to bed. And I was like an hour sleeping, and woke up like, oh, what the hell? What? She's like, hey, your brother had an accident. Go pick him up. And I'm like, what? She's like, oh, he's all right. I'm like, well, first of all, start off with that. Like, hey, your brother's all right. He had an accident. Or his car had an accident, not him. Right. The first thing, yeah, first thing you wake up and you're all ripped, and that's the first thing you hear. You're like, what? But no, he was all right. We just went, picked him up, and he called the tow truck for his car. Nice. I don't know what's wrong with it yet. I asked him today. He's like, I don't know. This, it's, I haven't let him know. Damn, dude, that's scary as fuck. It was cold as fuck. It was cold as fuck. <coughs> I like that that's the new thing at the fucking UFC. Was... They're all doing it, right? Yeah, dude. It was going nuts in Detroit. And then it started fucking... The guy in front of me was getting pissed off, apparently. Or, like, a couple people over from me. They don't like Ric Flair? Oh, I don't know, but I was Ric Flairing it up. I didn't give a fuck. I was so high. So, woo! You guys took edibles, right? Oh, yeah. How strong are the edibles, dude? Because, like... I've never really had strong edibles that I could really say, like, they kick my ass. And I want some. Uh, oh, dude, I... <laughs> you guys have uh, the Stars of Death? I'm sure somewhere you can get Stars of Death. I don't know. I don't ever really look for... I'm not looking for edibles to fucking yeah. ruin my life. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, I stick around... Like, we, I took about 200 milligrams at that fight. That was pretty intense. Like, I was pretty baked at some points of that fight, just, like, sitting there, like, oh, holy fuck. Um, but I usually stick around like that. I'm conscious of 50 to a hundred, but I've eaten a bunch of, or ate a bunch of brownies. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never really done a ton of edibles. Maybe that's why I haven't like really haven't hit me. It's hit me hard once, but it was towards the beginning of my early stages of smoking. So I don't know how, how much I could say it was the brownies or my tolerance. Oh, man, I, I mean, I can tell you there's shit out there that will fucking... I mean, you've seen it with Joey with the stars and stuff, but I've seen fucking 1,000 milligram candy bars and... 1,000 milligram? Goddamn. Yeah, bro. You're only supposed to just, like, break off little pieces and eat it. Yeah. Have you eaten the whole thing? I didn't. No? I'm not eating no, 1,000 milligrams? Pff, no. Joey does it, bro. I'm not fucking Joey Diaz. <laughs> I'm not trying to fucking die, dog. <laughs> How many think I should try in my first my first try? I don't know. Dip your toes in the water like 50 or something <laughs> yeah, and see what happens. Like I'll get you some 50s, some 50 milligram. I, I got I got somebody that makes like 50 milligram chocolates. They're good. Mm. I've taken them on uh, fucking couple of the fight nights nice nice we all ate edibles one night dave was so fucked up so fucked up his little rookie ass you're telling me right he didn't smoke a lot no he really didn't smoke much at all and when he did it was just like a little bit like i used to fucking because he had that, that his um condition yeah how severe was it 
Was pretty, it really bad for him? Pretty bad, man. Like he's he's broke a lot of fucking bones. He's had a fuck ton of surgeries and shit like that. Like that shit's legit. And he's in a lot of pain. So I would like to I would like to know how his Muay Thai went. I have no idea. Last I knew he was still doing it though, from what I heard. Good for him, right? I'm yeah. not doing it. I should start doing it again. Oh, I'm not but, I don't have that shit. But like I used to get him C B D to help with his pain and shit. And then I would, like, get him a little bit of weed, and then he would just kind of, like, mix the shit together, and he had, like, a little, it was, like, a, a, a self-contained lighter bowl, like, a, a, it looked like a big-ass pen, I think it was, like, a click, click something or other, and he would just, like, hit that a few times, and then he would be fucked up for hours. Like, I'd get him some glue, and he'd mix it with CBD, and it would last him forever. Like, Dave did not smoke much at all. But I used to just give that dude weed all the time just to try to help what? him out. Yeah, just to try to help him out. It's fucking awesome. I wish my friends gave me weed. I mean, like, I knew he was fucking suffering and shit, and he was in a lot of pain. So, here, man, this will help you out. The CBD will hey, definitely Jeff, help your body you're a and good shit. good guy, bro. Dude, I'm, I like to help people. Helping niggas out with brittle bone disease. And they're the ones that need it. Yeah, man. I know. We're just doing it because we like getting high. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, man. We're sitting at about an hour. I say we call it a podcast. What? Do you want to sprinkle a little? What you, what, you, what you got? What you got? I don't know. I mean, we Any can... more MMA? Uh, a, little bit, a little bit of MMA? Topic or two? Yeah, man. Before we head out? We can do that. You got some you got some topics? I don't know. Let me go through my timeline. I didn't really look anything up. <laughs> <laughs> I looked the I, I watched the fights. I watched uh Doohoo Choi versus Cub Swanson, and then I watched uh Jeremy Stevens last fight. I was watching a Paige Van Zant fight. <laughs> oh, you talking about the I mean <clears throat> we can get into that card a little bit if you want. I was gonna save that for next week. So we had something to talk about. Yeah, I was gonna save it for like uh, for next week too. I was just getting a quick. We can talk about whatever. Quick dude. start on it. There's some good mm-hmm. fights on that card. I guess we could save it. Yeah, I got nothing, Jeff. Sorry, I didn't want to end it. I guess, but I mean, we can keep going. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. I don't, I don't Let's see. Fucking... see what I got. <laughs> hmm. Sure, dog. Everyone sure tells dog. me not to use Sure Dog. Does it really suck that much? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I only I only use a couple of sites. That's a hard yes. Why don't you pull something up off the MMA Takeover? Yeah, right. Let me go to the MMA Takeover real quick. Shout Hi. out to Keith over there. Hi, Keith. Let's see. Fucking Keith. Shout out to Blake too for that fucking showing a little love earlier for the episode. Oh, he always does, dude. Yeah, man, Blake's Blake, the best. Blake's the man. Love that dude. Loaded Joe's, see. dude. That Took that interview he's fucking did with Perillo, man. Oh, dude, it's, they're the best. I love his interviews that, with that. Perillo. Shit's blowing up everywhere, though. Oh, yeah, because of what, what Perillo said, anyone that yeah. doesn't like Michael Bisping's a cunt or something. Yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing that, and then I remember, or I remember hearing it, and then I remember reading it, which was fucking 
Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Saw Jason Perillo fucking shared it and tagged Blake and stuff earlier today. Like other other sites are picking it up and running with it. <laughs> Let's see. I brought up the rankings, but I don't know. I don't want to go through the rankings. Nothing. MMA takeover. Come on. Give me something. Let's see. Trivia of the week. Trivia question. No. I guess I just should let you end it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just give us more shit to talk about. Dude, we got a hundredth episode next week. Oh yeah, right. You guys were gonna get to that, but we'll get to that now. Yeah, we got. Uh, see if we can get Ryan on. If he can make make a little bit of time, that'd be awesome. I was gonna ask him about it. I was gonna ask him if he could come on for a little bit. It, it'd be it'd be cool if he could. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Ryan about that. Hopefully, we can make that happen. At least maybe get him on for ten fifteen minutes. We we need to do something on for, or something for full heel. We talk about some wrestling. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, you guys didn't do an award show, right? No, we didn't do an award show. I was gonna, I was gonna throw that out there tonight and see, but mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really. I got a couple. All right, cool. We can end it on that. Who are you, who's your fighter of the year, bro? Fighter of the year, I'm gonna give to Holloway. Holloway? Yeah. Cool. I could see that. Between for me, it was between Holloway and uh, Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse had a really good year too. But um, people value the waiting schedule. I understand. Well, was, I understand. It's just business as usual with him. Like Max, mm-hmm. it was finally that culmination of all those fights getting there, winning that interim title, finally cementing, you know, winning the interim title at the at, right at the end of 2016, getting the belt in 2017, defending it again before the end of 2017 against Jose Aldo and stopping him twice in a year. One, and, you know, someone who's arguably the, the greatest featherweight of all time. You got two KOs against him. Yeah, he stopped him twice. So that's that's my fighter of the year. Um, What was your fight of the year? Fight of the year? I like the... Uh... Uh, what did I wait? I have it written down right here. Let me bring up the my notebook real quick. That way I don't misspeak because I wrote it down. And I did a show on it. Yeah, let's see. Sub of the year. Where is it? Fight of the year. Fighter of the year. Nope. Yeah, maybe I didn't write it down. <laughs> Well, uh, why don't you give me your sub of the year, and then that'll give you a little a minute. I think to... it was I think it was Yancey versus because uh, I know what it was between, but I'm pretty sure it was Yancey versus. Shit, who did he fight? Cowboy Oliveira. Yeah, Oliveira. Yeah, oh, in Cowboy Detroit. Oliveira. God yeah. damn, that was such a fun fight yeah. to see live. <sighs> because and for me, I think it's because it went to decision. Yeah. Like, yeah, because the other two ended. Like with with stoppages, so this one just a little bit more action, and it was a lot more back and forth. One guy almost fucking Yancey almost well, he almost won, and then he almost lost too, and then he came back and won by decision, if I remember right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, sub of the year wow. definitely had to be DJ, DJ. Demetrius Johnson. 
I uh, I had um, Gagey Alvarez for my fight of the year. That I mean, even though it, you know it ended in a finish, that fight was a mm-hmm. goddamn fucking war. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, plus that holds a little special meaning for me seeing it. So, uh, my sub of the year. Um, oh shit. Um. Brent, Dude, that Welsh guy had a beautiful calf slicer. That's that did who it. And Brett Johns. Brett Johns. Yep. Dude, that calf slicer. Because that's his who... setup to it was all BJJ. Like, like once he started, like they went for the grapple, and he he right away he's like, I'm going for that leg. Yeah. the The mouse trap was fucking awesome, and you know, probably the most innovative submission I've ever seen. But just the rarity of the calf slicer. Even though you know. Who's ever done a fucking slam into an arm bar? Yeah. But I don't know if you remember the two north-south chokes this Yeah. The, did you remember the two north-south chokes this year? No. There was two north-south chokes by um, Prezeris. One on Berkman and one on Brunel. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was on the Vulcan Struve card against the Brunel one. Well, and then there, yeah. you know, the Ezekiel choke. The submission's like the hard one. Yeah. That yeah, I remember that Ezekiel choke. Wow, who it was uh was Alexi Olenek versus Yeah, Alexi Olenek and, and Victor Pesta, yeah, yeah. When he got the Ezekiel. Well and then there's the dude uh that got the the walls of Jericho or the Boston oh, yeah. or the Boston Crab. Do you think that was set up or what? I don't know, man. So think look to me, I think you have to see the beforehand, and I've seen a couple, a, a little bit beforehand. I think he gets slammed down and gets hurt, something in his back, because he slams him down pretty hard. He kind of pulls his legs out from under him and lands kind of on his butt area. So if there's something wrong with his back from that slam, and then he just kind of twerk, because it seems like he just didn't want anymore, and he was kind of giving up. People <laughs> yeah, say, I just like people because to get caught in that, you have to give up. Right, that shit was fucking crazy though. Yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> that probably should have gotten it. I gave it last year. I, I gave it to somebody outside the UFC. I did the Mackenzie Dern, um, the Oma Plata into the rear naked choke. Oh, uh, that was disgusting. Dude, that was beautiful. Nasty. In a, in a good way. And that chick she did it to, um, just made her debut last month. I think it was in the UFC. We talked about it. Mackenzie's finally going to make. Her yeah, Mackenzie's finally coming in. But that, yeah, that chick that she did it to, I can't think of her name now. Um, she just fought. I think she was the one that fought against. No, 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 no. I'll look it up. I'll look it up and come back to it. But yeah, I mean, Brian Gortega's uh, guillotine was really awesome there with Cub Swanson. Oh yeah, it's a tough. Fuck it's, yeah, it's a tough pick. But yeah, I mean. I like the calf slicer. I'm a, I'm a leg lock fucking fan. That that Danaher death squad style. I like I like the Danaher death squad. There's a lot of good jujitsu guys there. They showed us some leg locks in uh in class, but our our coach would tell us too. He's like, I'm not supposed to be doing this. He's like, but if I want to teach you guys how to fight in the real MMA fight, I have to teach you guys how to do leg locks. He's like, I have to. He's like, if it comes up in a fight and you guys don't know how to get out of it or you guys don't know how to 
slap one on, he's like, I wouldn't be doing you guys a service. Like, he's like, I wouldn't be doing you guys right if I didn't teach you guys how to do this shit. So, even as a white belt, he fucking showed us how to slap on some leg locks. Yeah. We never we never fucked each other up, though. We were careful about it, you know. Yeah, that's... We made sure we are careful about it. That's the argument, though, with everybody. But, <laughs> I mean, those guys... Those guys from the, the death squad have made well, it. The thing is, how how often do these guys really hurt each other? Like, if you have a good training partner, you really don't hurt each other. You know, you know your limits. You know how far to push each other without fucking breaking each other. Well, that was part of the thing like that pushed EBI versus some of the other jujitsu um, competitions is they they ban leg locks. Eddie Bravo? Well, no, not Eddie Bravo. No, Eddie, Eddie Bravo has him, right? I'm like, yeah, no, that's that's what everything. that's what kind of started, you know, separate. helping helping yeah. to separate and push EBI because I mean that's where guys like um, Gordon Ryan and uh, well Eddie Cummings was doing pretty good, but he got beat by Gio Martinez and uh, Gary Tonin. I mean, Gary Tonin's a three division champion gordon's like yeah. two or three division champion so you know those guys just go out and dominate with leg locks and shit i think even um even eddie bravo has tipped the hat to them saying that they he's trying to you know figure their shit out oh yeah i mean he's got guys like like I said, like geo martinez is a pretty good leg lock specialist G, uh <clears throat> his brother uh boogie the boogeyman martinez um richie Richie Martinez has got some pretty good leg lock finishes, but he does a lot of um he's an armbar guy and stuff. I like those dudes. Both the Martinez brothers, they were at the UFC Detroit. They they opened They're the breakdancing guys, right? Yep. Yep. Those breakdancing bastards. But uh they opened up a a new EBI or a new Eddie Bravo tenth uh, planet. Um, gym somewhere in one of the suburbs or some shit. So they were there for the grand opening and stuff like that. Do you break dance, Jeff? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'll break something if I try. You break something when you dance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, man. I'm not a break dancer. No. You? I can see you spinning on your head. No, one of my friends. I could, you know, I could grease it up and try it real quick. But, uh, <laughs> one of my friends back in high school was really good. He used to do it every day before uh, before class. You know, he would practice and practice and practice because we would hang out before school. Because I would drive to get a good parking spot and shit. We'd hang out before class, and uh, he would be breakdancing in the hallway. You know, the floors were pretty sleek. So, Jesus, just put on a hat. Put on a hat and break dance. I wouldn't. I was too big. I was always too fucking big. I was always been a fat, fat dude. I can see you. Pop, you can. I can see you popping, locking. Nah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> you watching breaking, breaking no, two electric break. boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's. <laughs> <laughs> You 
You need to learn how to fall gracefully in uh, break dancing. There's no way. I didn't learn that. I don't even fall gracefully in MMA. You got to slap the man. Ba-boof! Slap this shit. <laughs> nah, man. My fat ass ain't break dancing either. It's awesome. It looks awesome, but no. Too big. Nope. Too big. Break something. Like yeah. you said, yeah. break something. Break something. It'd be my ankles and my hip or some shit. Yeah, I, I learned that in skating. That's why I had to stop real quick, dude. I quit right away. Learned my lesson. Skateboarding, I never really took to. I rollerbladed a little, but I never did stupid shit because I was afraid of breaking something. I played a lot yeah. of street hockey. That's mostly why I learned how to rollerblade so I could play hockey. Nice. See, that's why you like. That's why you like hockey. I, I oh like yeah, hockey. dude. I wanted to be a hockey player. My parents just were not going to spend that kind of money because I couldn't skate very well, and I wanted <laughs> and I wanted to be a goalie. So, hey, let's pick the most expensive position. Because mm, of all the gear? Yeah, dude. My mom and dad were like, uh-uh. We'll buy you some street <laughs> hockey pads, though. Those cost like 30 bucks. Here you go. <laughs> dude, I, I did, though, man. We played a lot of fucking hockey. Pissed off. There's like this, this new cul-de-sac like subdivision that opened up in between my house and a buddy's house. And because I lived on a like a pretty busy road, so we couldn't play hockey on either either road that my house was on. We couldn't play hockey in the in the streets because there were just too many cars. So we found this fucking subdivision, and we go all the way down to the end where it's just like a little roundabout. We're playing down there, and this lady was just getting so pissed because we were playing hockey outside her house. Like we got some of the neighborhood kids from that subdivision to play and shit. We had a bunch of us. It was bullshit. No way in hell I'd ever be able to do anything on the street. We used to in the in the winter when the families used to get together. We were, we were a lot younger. We used to get snowballs and we used to stand in the gangway and we used to fucking beam snowballs at the traffic. Boop boop boop. <laughs> it was mostly the older kids, but they had us on snowball duty, so we would have to make the snowballs. Well, they fucking beamed them my cars, and then we would get to throw them afterward, too, when they were done. <laughs> With the leftovers. Bunch of juvenile delinquents. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised nothing was ever done. Surprised nothing was ever done. Oh, I mean, I'm sure they called the cops, but fucking Chicago, you don't think they got better shit to do? Somebody's yeah. dead two blocks over. Yeah, like, oh, they threw snowballs at our car. Really? Well, too bad. Yeah. Snow? All right. Call us, when, call us when they shoot your car. <laughs> yeah. Here's your lucky, they didn't, yeah, they're, they're lucky. They, they didn't shoot your car? No. All right, cool. All right, cool. You're lucky. <laughs> good. We don't have to gear up to go out yeah. there. Yeah. We're good, then. <laughs> yeah, they got better shit to do, I'm sure. <laughs> oh man we have snowball fights at work sometimes inside because like what? well because we have to like so the, the trailers are outside in the lot right so they're out in the snow we gotta we bring them inside to work on them and get them ready and shit so they come inside with snow and we're like we're getting the snow off the trailer and you'll just somebody will grab a snowball and throw it at somebody. 
Like they never get out of control, but we just kind of like yeah. throw snowballs at each other and just fuck around. Everyone's a lot older than me. Some guy's retiring tomorrow. It's his last day. He's 67. Oh, no. We're all like, there's like some younger guys and shit, but mostly we're all roughly around in the same age range-ish. There's like mm-hmm. one super old dude, <clears throat> and then like some a couple older guys and stuff, but my crew that I'm a part of, I'm one of the oldest guys besides my boss. Yeah, they're starting to get some younger guys. There's a lot of old dudes that have been there for years, for like yeah. fucking 30 years. We got one of those kind of dudes. Motherfucker's been working on RVs for uh, ever, decades. It's just like, goddamn, retire already, you old <laughs> grumpy bastard. <clears throat> He's so grumpy, man. He comes in in the morning, and you're like, hey, John. Sometimes he doesn't even say shit. He just walks by you. Every once in a while, you'd be like, Nah. <laughs> Dude, it, it, he hated me. Hated me. Like I'm I had a fucking couple hundred pound refrigerator just like resting on my foot trying to protect it, this floor that he was making this big ass deal about. And it fucking I had to set it down because it was crushing my foot. And he shit his pants. And he was just pissed. Just so pissed. He was so angry at me about it. But I'm the only one. Like, I, I have my foot underneath this thing because we can't just pick it up because it's, like, this really small space. So we have to, like, get it across the floor. So I'm resting this fucking thing on my foot. And then we had to stop to try to figure out how to get it outside the trailer. And it's still on my fucking foot. And after, like, five minutes of it being on my fucking foot, I was like, all right, get this fucking thing off my foot. Yeah, fuck yeah. And he was, like, complaining about the floor and shit. And I was like, John, right now I don't give a fuck about your floor. I care about my fucking foot breaking. Fuck yeah. He did not like me after that for a while. It took me It took me some time to get on his fucking good side again. Well, mm. he doesn't really have a good side, I guess. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Oh, all right. Let's wrap this bitch up. Yeah. You want to uh, get into some final thoughts? Give some plugs and shit. Um, final thoughts. I don't know. I still, I'm hoping my friends come over to pick up his fucking gift. I've been pissed about that. He hasn't come gotten his gift. I've had his gift <laughs> since like before Christmas. Get your ass right. over there and get your fucking gift. Yeah. Motherfucker. I don't know. I got no other thoughts besides Wrestle Kingdom, I guess. Check out Wrestle Kingdom. If you guys want to check out some cool wrestling. Plug your plug your podcast. Uh check out Full Heel Podcast. I just turned the page into a group. So it's kind of like a community thing where you can drop any news about MMA or pro wrestling. Um I do fight companions on weekends and I break down Pay-per-views from the 90s for WWF and WCW, and I'm getting into ECW thanks to Jeff over here. Fuck yeah. And I'm researching the NWA also in part because of Jeff. Yeah. Because I wanted to get into the history of this shit. And check out our episode that we did. 
if you guys haven't seen it's on here if you guys haven't checked that one out oh yeah our fucking ec well I mean, yeah we did an ECW which, i was gonna one. say which episode you've been on quite a few of them yeah i'm like wait a minute the ecw one the one that was all ecw right yeah yeah we talked ecw for a while two hours we talked ecw and there's so much stuff we didn't even get to oh dude we're gonna have to do one for uh full hill podcast we didn't for ECW. we didn't even get into like rob van dam Oh no! Yeah, we left out a bunch of shit. We didn't talk right. about Jerry Lynn. We barely touched on Raven and fucking goddamn Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, like I told you that that was like their longest, the longest feud in ECW. Like that we went on. Have to get into that, bro. Ever. Yeah, no, because I, I saw. That's why I loved Raven so much. That's why I remember Raven so much because of the well, not because of the feuds. But because of his popularity from the feuds into WCW, uh-huh. and I'm like, he was a badass in WCW. Well, then and then the feud picked back up when he came back and shit. Yeah, so now I've been able to see that. So yeah, we could definitely talk about that. But check that one out. But uh, check yeah. out Full Hill Podcast on iTunes, Podbean, uh, Stitcher, and YouTube on all, um, all that stuff. Yeah, all that shit. Get on it. Watch it. Listen to it. Yeah. Do it. Uh, I don't fucking... I don't have shit. I got nothing. Yeah, I was ripped. I was ripped. I'm high. So we're going to call that a show. <laughs> Dude, how, how many bong rips did it take? I'm fucking ripped. A ton. I'm like, hey, let's, let's keep going, man. All right, what do you want to talk about? I don't know, man. <laughs> Let me take a few more rips. You took a lot. I was trying to count for a little while, and I couldn't. I, I got I had, lost, of, like, I had a lot of grinded up, so I just kept packing. Like, <laughs> you definitely smoked more than I did. I just smoked that joint. You probably smoked like two joints worth. <laughs> yeah, I got pretty ripped. Yeah, you fucking baked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. For Rafael Chidez, I'm Jeff Shanahan. Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. We will be back next week. With episode 100, hopefully Ryan will stop in. But, yeah, we'll be back. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week.